Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Temptation Island wrap up. Today, we'll be talking about uh, Temptation Island season three, episode eight. The tables have turned. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the amazing Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you? Hi, Kirsten. I'm doing great. Honestly, doing better now that I know that the name of the episode is The Tables Have Turned. <laughs> Just for like the absurd drama of it. Like this episode had like so much melodrama in it, which I did find pretty fun. You know, last week we had uh, Matt and Brittany on and they were complaining about the fact that not enough people had cheated. But this episode was packed full of some cheating. So I'm excited to break it all down. I mean, I don't think that Matt and Brittany would call this packed full of shit. They've totally like incepted my brain and I'm like, there's not enough infidelity. <laughs> well, they they were able to hit on what's fun about the show because yeah. like without the cheating, it's just like deeply depressing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but thankfully, we are not alone for this episode. We have another great guest. Uh, Geneva Guadalupe is here. What's up, Geneva? Hi, Kirsten. Hi, Maggie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. Um, this season has been interesting, not as dramatic as previous seasons because there isn't that much cheating. But, you know, I guess as a person who, you know, loves love and relationships and romance and the idea of it, it's good to see that people are trying to be loyal. But for TV and entertainment purposes, probably not that exciting. Yeah, no loyalty. I want no loyalty now. I'm, I'm going to beat that drum. Cheat, um, everybody. Cheat. Everybody cheat. Um, <laughs> speaking of cheating. So at the start of the episode, we find <laughs> out that Kendall didn't get a video from Erica. And Thomas was so mad on Kendall's behalf. He's like, yeah, send you a video. It's like, you've seen this man having threesomes. Why are yeah. you? <laughs> I mean, also, um, like we enter the episode with like coming off of like Thomas, you know, like so in the, at the end of the last episode, throwing around that little sad football. And then he says like to the camera, he's like, if she's been cheating on me, then it's betrayal. And it's like, yeah, Thomas, it is. You're right. And she has. So get ready. Well, and he's like literally sweet. There's like, I think it's in confessional. I honestly don't even know. And Thomas is like, I just, I think she's cheated and I just haven't seen it yet, but she thinks I've seen it. Um, I feel like I'm losing my best friend, but like once a contract is broken, it's void. Like he's so mad. 
Oh my gosh. It was just Thomas is pathetic, isn't he? He's just like, he's like, there's like sad music playing in the background. And Sophia is patting him on his back and he's like, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Sophia's like, I'm just feeling for him. I hope he can have some fun. Cause like, obviously she wants to have sex with him. And then Thomas uh, is like, I should have known. Why should you have known this Thomas? Yeah. Geneva, what do you think of Thomas and, and Chelsea? What do you, what do you think of them? Gosh. Um, so I have, I guess I have a lot of feelings, but yes. okay. In, <laughs> in terms of general feelings. So it's weird because I guess if 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 I have to say that to take a side, if I'm if I'm going to say who I actually feel for a bit more, I feel slightly more for Thomas. I know it's for some people that's probably weird, <laughs> but I'm going to say like part of that is because I feel like Chelsea has intentionally wanted Thomas to slip up and to cheat mm-hmm. and to do all this stuff so that she would have an excuse to explore her options on this island and. Basically, the fact I kind of appreciate that even though Thomas has been flirty, which I completely understand that Chelsea has an issue with that and doesn't want to be with someone who's flirty. But at the end of the day, he has respected the boundaries and hasn't hasn't kissed Sophia, hasn't done anything to the extreme with Sophia. So honestly, what about like, the ass smacking? What about I the mean, ass rubbing and that is, wrote it is something name on her. That ass. is something. <laughs> I, I I'm not saying he didn't do anything, <laughs> but you know, he is being a little touchy feely. <laughs> if, if only Chelsea before they had left to be like, and one more rule, no writing your name on another girl's ass. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, maybe that should have been technicality. This is a loophole yeah. in the, in the contract that's now null and void. Okay. <laughs> I just, I think the, the viewpoint I have is that I don't really feel bad for either of them. Like I think that they're both a whole mess. They should not be mm-hmm. together. And, and uh, but they also shouldn't be with Sophia or Dr. Blake. Yeah, um, they, they clearly have terrible taste. Oh, wait, this That's is like okay. kind of all I have to say. Wait, this is a great them. opportunity. I got a DM on Instagram from somebody <laughs> and insider info. It was from. Oh, I didn't even get their username. I feel like trash. OK, this person messaged me and they said, hey, love your Temptation Island recap pod. Found a hilarious review about Dr. Blake that I thought I'd share with you. <gasps> So this is a one-star review of Dr. Blake's <laughs> dental practice from November no. of 2020. Uh-oh. Kirsten, yes. are you kidding me? No, this is real. This is real. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, so it's a, the review is one star. Most unprofessional dentist I have ever been to. He, unfortunately, replaced my dentist who retired. I left his office in tears due to the way he addressed me. Didn't want to fix my bite once he had done work on my teeth. I would not recommend this dentist. What way did he address her? Isn't the intention of a dentist to fix someone's teeth? So the fact that he doesn't want to do that seems a little strange, but okay. What did did he say? How did he address this person? I'm assuming he was just like very rude to them. Uh, Whoa. I was like... I was floored when I when I was going through my Instagram <laughs> requests and saw that. I was like, wait, this isn't a fake company asking me to pay them money to post their clothes on my page? What? Oh my gosh. Maybe he's getting tired of doing the actual job that you yeah. know entails of being a dentist. He just so wants the clout. Like, he wants the clout. I mean, Came on clearly. Island, trying to get maybe, I don't know how many followers he even Got, oh yeah, he, how many followers does Dr. Probably Blake 12. Have? Yeah. Like okay. he probably gained 12. 12. No, I think he I probably gained 12 followers from this show. Maybe 2000. Um, What's his last well, name? 
I don't know, Dr. Blake. Um, but mm. while while Kirsten's looking him up on Instagram, yeah. Chelsea was going to the girls after this. And she was like, when I saw Tom's video, like he was like, hi, baby. And all of the girls immediately go, oh, like they all like feel kind of bad for Thomas. I think they're all sort of on your side, Geneva, where they're like, oh, maybe Chelsea shouldn't have made out with Dr. Blake because I think Thomas still really wants to be with her. And I think part of it, honestly, I feel like Thomas just really wants to hone in on that guilt on Chelsea. Mm -hmm. So I think that like when she sees those clips, like she'll Mm -hmm. feel generally bad about her actions Mm -hmm. um, and also feel more justified that if he does does something with Sophia, you know, Mm -hmm. it'll ultimately make sense and be like, you know, he'll, he'll feel more inclined to do something. I do appreciate, I mean, even though he did touch the butt, I do appreciate <laughs> his restraint. He touched the butt. Yeah, call him Nemo. Cause he's touching the butt. <laughs> I do appreciate his restraint and not acting even more. Cause the way Chelsea has been talking about him all season, like I was expecting him to do way more, but in well, reality, she's the one Who's actually that like actually did it. Okay. Um, but I will say like clearly doctor, clearly Thomas after the, uh, not to spoilers everybody, but like clearly after this, Thomas is going to go back and have sex with Sophia, right? That's oh, like the first stop. 100%. He's going to like climb into Sophia's bed. Like he's going to come back from the bathroom um, and be like, you are coming with me. Gross. <laughs> um, so Dr. Blake's Instagram is one of the most cursed things I've ever seen in my entire life. And I okay. highly recommend everyone go um, check that out. But one of the worst things I'm seeing, well, it's two posts back to back. The first is him in scrubs with a sign that says, gratitude is my attitude. Um, All right. And then the next one is um, he's got like uh, like a trucker hat on, like a faux fur jacket over his hoodie. And the caption no. says, winter is coming. Hashtag fur daddy. <gasps> Not fur daddy. Fur daddy. How many followers? How many followers does he have? Um, do you want to wager a guess of how many followers he has? 900. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that. I'm no, just, he has, he has, like, um, he has 4,475 followers. Oh. Um, That's depressing. I will not be counted among them, but uh, (laughs) this is uh, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's rare, I think, for people to seriously blow up from Temptation Island, considering it is on USA. But, you know, there have been a few. Yeah, exactly. There are a few people I've seen, like, from previous seasons that have gotten the followers or the YouTube subscribers, but... I guess I wasn't expecting a lot, which is why I said 2K, but he must I, have started with probably around 2K and then yeah. doubled it. I don't know. I'm just um he called wow, I really had daddy. Yeah, I really had little faith in Dr. Blake. I really thought he had 900 followers. Some of these people from 90 Day Fiance have 90 fo- or like 900 followers. So I was like, oh, well, this is like the same vein. You know, it's like uh, the same level of like fame that you get from the show. But I guess not. Oh, my God. Um, so the then the girls are all talking yes. and you know they're talking about to Chelsea and they're like oh and then Erica says that like she talks about Kendall's video oh, and God. the girls are like do you think that he didn't see like literally you, um it, it was what Brittany was saying right last yeah week. literally I think it was Aaron goes what is wrong with this guy like she <laughs> says and I was like yes what is wrong with this guy. A lot. Um, but uh-huh. it was very reassuring to hear Erica say, like, it does not hold any substance, like what mm-hmm. he is saying. Like, it's all like BS. 
Mm-hmm. And you, like, I'm really happy for Erica because I feel like this episode even more like she sort of came out of her shell and yes. was like really sort of feeling Jesse, who is so cute and sweet, by the way. I know. I, I like Jesse a lot. Yeah. I'm like really wanting them to hook up. I'm really rooting for it. And he's um, not, and not putting pressure on her either, yes. which I think I really liked. He's like, you know, you could take your time even after the aisle. You know, I'm sure we'll get yeah. into that. But like, yeah. it's just, I think, been very nice and, and he's caring. Yeah, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Even if this is all game for him, which I do not think it is, but even if it was, he's still doing it in like a kind, respectful, no pressure way. So like, even if they ended up with like something casual or a hookup or whatever, I don't mm-hmm. think either of them would feel taken advantage of, which is what's yep. really important. Absolutely. Especially her, given like her mental state. Yeah. Like he's the perfect guy to be out there with her. Yeah, he's so sweet. Oh, I mm-hmm. he's like, failing as a tempter or whatever but like yeah (laughs) me uh, too so so yeah the next scene is perhaps the worst thing i've ever had to watch on television which is when Corey tells thomas that he needs to give sophia a lap dance and my notes are literally just barf 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 well oh my gosh (laughs) i want to die so the way that this happens is they're playing never have i ever but they have angel and devil paddles to indicate whether they've done the thing or not i guess because they're drinking so much that like taking a drink wouldn't indicate anything to anyone never have i ever um and so like the things they do is like never have i ever been cheated on never have i ever given a lap dance never have i ever had a threesome and so Thomas puts up that he has given a lap dance before. So then they're like, give Sophia a lap dance right now. And it is, it was horrible. It was really bad, but it actually was worse. Like later on what they show at the bonfire is worse because they didn't show us in the moment that he's like, thrusting in her face like, like from grabbing below her head. Mm-hmm. grabbing her head and like thrusting her head towards his junk and also like and he's not like graceful or like sexy. it's not good it's really bad like his age is really showing here i feel Very alarming yeah, like, <laughs> he's alarming yes uh-huh. yeah that's a great <laughs> also way they're age different they also have a, like a big age difference literally too. i say this every week but it just reminds me of mean girls when the principal says coach car step away from the underage girl it's how i feel leave her alone Sophia's happy for the screen time. I don't well, know. yeah, no, I, think I that she's like, I hope she's comments. getting followers on Instagram. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Really I, know. I would but assume she, says, she would be getting them more than Doctor. Probably. Blake. But he said, you know, he's like, I, I was in such a dark place, but it's so helpful when Sophia's here to help pull me out of it. And I'm like, well, oh, Tom. <laughs> He just like when he talks, I'm like, I just hear like wah 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 because it's just like so like it's all words like it's he's so it's woe like, is me and it's like get over yourself. Well, yeah, he's like, so woe is me until Sophia uh-huh. is within six feet and then he's mm-hmm. all totally fine again. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has she has some effect on him, but. You know. Yeah, and like when they go on their date, like not to jump ahead, but no, it's a, we can mean, jump wherever it, we want. Yeah, the dates were like 20 seconds long basically in this episode. But like when they were on the date, Sophia was like, would you still be friends with me like after this? Like even if you and your girlfriend are still together? And he's like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, oh, no. One, if I ever, I we go over this every week. I would never go to Temptation Island. Two, but like <laughs> my boyfriend is like rubbing mud on a girl's ass like naked not naked half naked like soap wrestling with her no we're not gonna go to dinner after the experience well, the I'm thing so- is 
is if my boyfriend is um foam wrestling with a girl giving her a lap dance and writing his name on her ass he's not my boyfriend of course (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's just like it just shows the level of delusion of thomas that he's like yeah of course we can be friends like of course we can hang out and you sort of see though like peeking through the things that chelsea's talking about where she's like i don't want you to treat me this way or behave this way around other women and then it's true i would not want that even a little bit I they are a whole mess. I still think they yes. went on the show just to get exposure because they're both trans continental actors or whatever their LinkedIn said. Oh, uh, like uh, <laughs> on either side of the country. Like they both yeah. have like I don't remember what it was. We talked oh, about gosh. it last. I can't remember exactly, but they both have the yeah. exact same job description in their LinkedIn's of like what type of actor they are. Um, okay, so Nicole also has a very funny moment in this though when they're talking about the like never have I ever had a threesome and she goes this one time on temptation island and I laughed for like 30 seconds straight <laughs> Nicole is just I mean she's so drunk I'm worried about her I know like I, I think Nicole is in a bad way like I I don't know my mom had a lot to say about Nicole mm. and uh, my well, first off, my mom said uh, Thomas's lap dance with the barf emoji. That's the first thing that she sent me about the episode. And then, wait, wait, wait—is it the the green face or actually throwing up? The actually okay, okay. Up. She couldn't even like, hold it oh, in. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, she said, Nicole, just go home. You are the third wheel. You are the extra. How did you not see that from the start? Did she really think they were all going to leave together? Get a grip on reality. She is crazy. You're the extra. Oh, my God. I know. My mom pulled no punches, man. And the thing, too, though, is that Kendall is kind of encouraging Nicole by being like, I do have a small connection with Nicole also. Um, And so then when Nicole comes over to them and she's like, I love you guys, but like also... I want my feelings to be considered because like they have sort of gotten involved in this whole thing. And Alexis is like, this is not a three person situation. Like uh-uh. getting her the stink eye. Mm-hmm. Cause I, okay. What do we think? So Kendall is the worst man I know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Awful. Um, terrible. Horrendous. But, Obviously, there is some quality about him that is not showing through the TV show. That is why people like like him, right? So, mm-hmm. like, do we is Kendall a, a psychopath? I I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not trying to diagnose anybody, but like, I do think <laughs> that there has to be like some form of something with him. Like the fact that people are so drawn to him, like. Like, I I just think that he knows how to manipulate people. Like, he just knows exactly what to do. Later this episode, he literally says that he used to have compassion for Erica and then stopped having compassion for her. And that's the clip she got at the bonfire. That's what he says on TV. I know. And he thinks he can get out of it. Like, there's something seriously wrong with this man. Yes, of course. Well, he's got that thing where... Like the underneath of your eye shows, you know, like people have like I've seen like things online where it's like if you are the type of person who like when you're looking straight ahead, you can see the white part on the bottom of your eye like that is like some type. And I I literally saw like a meme about it and was like, that's Kendall on Temptation Island. That's what's 
like confusing me about him. Like you I can see the under part of his, of, of the whites of his eyes. I mean, I, I'm sure that it's like not a, a big deal, but I just, just combined with your personality, it's unsettling. I just don't understand. I need to look, I guess I need to look closer at Kendall's face, which yeah. I don't really want to do. I don't really even, I, he just disgusts me to be honest it, with you. With yeah, you he's got he's, the, ugh. I don't know. He's got the no light behind his eyes. Yeah, he's like, dead in the eyes. I do appreciate mm-hmm. though, you know, Alexis is trying to make it clear that, you know, that threesome was a one-time thing. Yeah. It's not something that she was mm-hmm. comfortable with. Um, you know, I know she hasn't necessarily been super straight up about it. She's more been like, I'm going to bed or like mm-hmm. that sort of thing, or try to get out of these sort of situations. Um, but I, you know, I think it it is like it is good that she is trying, she was at least open with her saying, like, I don't want you to be hurt, but like I'm not on the same page as you. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole so I think that was kind of a good thing to come out of the conversation yeah that was the most Absolutely. upfront communication we've had on this show the entire time I think <laughs> from anyone from, yes, li- literally from anyone except for uh, I guess Markel Wahlberg uh <laughs> yes who is on Twitter vying for a position to guest host Jeopardy so Mark I hope Ooh. you book it Good luck to you. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the this category is USA Network television shows. You know, like <laughs> what would the what Temptation is? Island clue be? Temptation Island. I don't know. Oh, yeah, my, what it would, would the be like be? Um, this show where uh, sexy singles try to <laughs> entice relationships to break up and then like, oh, what is Temptation Island? Temptation Island? Except here's the thing, nobody would be buzzing in because I don't think anybody yeah. who, who watches this show would be on Jeopardy. Maybe not. You know, people need advice. People need some mindless television. So, you know, yeah. when you have all that stuff in your noggin, you know, Geneva, would you go on Jeopardy? You're very uh, smart. You, you know, I I would maybe um, potentially would if I if I, if I get if I would get on there, I feel like I would know. But that's the thing, too, is like I watch a lot of reality TV as an escape from the constant schooling that I do with, you know, mm-hmm. with like grad school and like professional school. So, like, I, I think it's very possible for people to maybe be fans of Temptation Island just as much as sure, I Yeah, that'd like be incredible. There are people there are a lot of people in like my law school class that watch like the bachelor and shows like that so i think it's mm-hmm. definitely very popular I, I just think that the even though the bachelor is also not good i think that it gets like a level of yeah quote unquote respectability compared to yes. like temptation island or love island um yes which is why mm-hmm. i don't podcast about the bachelor because i need the the dummies on islands you know no and and that's fair but we territory people to talk about yes dummies on the island we have yes. to talk yes. honestly these shows are I'm, great I'm glad you're the go-to person, Kirsten. I feel like I you're the know, most qualified. I don't know how this happened, but <laughs> I, I, I realized that this summer, there is a very high probability that Love Island and, Tem- and um, Too Hot to Handle are going to be on at the same time. Mm. Um, so I don't know how that's going to be. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a lot, but that's okay. I'll survive. Uh, I love it. Who thought Too great. Hot to Handle would get renewed? I don't even, I've never oh, even heard that, that someone show, from Too Hot to Handle will end up on this upcoming season of The Circle. Well, because Netflix loves her. Yeah. Did you watch that show, Geneva? I did. I did. I just, the only, literally the only thing I remember about Chloe is when she goes, nobody tell the new guys I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that show is definitely quite interesting as well. I think, I mean, it's I think in terms of Netflix, love shows i think i preferred love is blind a bit more but mm-hmm. i still love too hot you know too hot handle was good so 
Okay, I guess um, we should talk about Temptation. Yeah, back, no, yes, back, 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 back to the show. Um, Un- well, unfortunately, families. like these, these like are just. We have to go back to Chelsea and Blake, where they're basically sitting in a hammock, and it, and it looks like Chelsea is rubbing Doctor Blake's foot, which I hated. Oh, um, and I, I don't know if she was, but it like looked like the way that they were sitting in the hammock, his foot would have been like directly next to her face, Absolutely which was not. no fun. Um, but uh, Blake asks her, like, "What do you think of me?" And she's like, I, I just didn't think I was going to have chemistry with someone like the same thing. You know, he's saying yeah. he's saying that he wants to steal her away and her smile gets huge. Her like entire being lights up when he says like he wants to steal her away. He's like, I think we have a connection. I think about you a lot when you're not around and I just want to spend more time with you. And it's like she lights up from within because she has a crush on this guy, even though she shouldn't. But like I get like when you have a crush on someone, you want to hear mm-hmm. them say stuff like that. Like I understand. Understand why she had that reaction. It's just, ugh, Blake. No. Yeah. He's also not saying a lot of stuff like of substance. So, like, that's why Mm -hmm. I feel like he's just saying, you know, what she wants to hear. And there's just something about Dr. Blake that like sets off red flags in my head. I don't know what it is. Everything about him. Literally. Just like, I don't know. I I just, I just can't, I can't get behind Chelsea and Blake. It's, It's from episode one, Geneva, when he literally was like, I'm going to get a woman by focusing all of my attention very intently on her. And then she will mm-hmm. be mine. It's like, uh-uh. I've been out on Blake since that moment. <laughs> yep. No, I think yeah. that's a, a I mean, And you were right. You I had a right. great I read, just, Kirsten. I've got that radar. Okay. <laughs> if, any, if anyone's ever like, hmm, maybe I'll date this man. Send me the info on the man and I'll tell you if you should date him or not. (laughs) (laughs) You should do a Twitch stream of that, Kirsten. Just people sending in their possible boyfriends. The thing with that is it's like, that's hard because I couldn't show that person's profile. And like, Mm -hmm. sometimes you you have to tell someone the the hard news of like, you have to dump this person. (laughs) And like, I don't think that should happen on Twitch. Fair. um, Thankfully, we go okay from Chelsea and Blake yeah. to Erica and Jesse, and they have so a cute. very cute conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, "I don't know if I've told you this yet, but like, I'm starting to really care about you." Mm-hmm. And they're holding hands, and she cuddles him, and it's great. And I'm like, "Yes, more of this, please!" Like, I I've, hope that they make out on the way home. When she like leaned against him and goes, "Oh, your heart's racing," I was I like, know. Ah, "I love this." <laughs> I think I'm after scared. the season. Yeah, I think after the season, Erica's the only one who's going to get my tour, my Instagram follow. I think that I'll I'll follow her after the season as long as she's not with Kendall. But oh, if she's with Kendall, I cannot follow. Me either. Me um, either. I'm just generally worried. Like in my head, I feel like the final bonfire is going to be like they'll break up, but then somehow they're going to end up back together after filming, and that's what's really concerning me because I feel like mm-hmm. she's starting to go through all this growth, and we see all this confidence from her in this episode. And like, mm-hmm. even like Jesse's like, I really appreciate how transparent and open she's being with me. And, you know, he, he was even reiterating, like, you know, uh, there's no need to push anything, but if something feels right in the moment, just go for it. And so she did, you know, I will just mm-hmm. be really, really disappointed. Yeah. Because I've been hearing some I'm rumors. Praying. Yeah, I know. I'm worried. Yeah, I know. We're worried uh, too, we're Geneva. Very we're very worried. worried. And last week, Matt um, very eloquently laid out like the exact path of how Kendall could win Erica back between them breaking up and like the reunion. And I was like, you're, I see it. Like he painted such a clear picture. I was like, oh my God, 
that's going to happen. And I'm going to be devastated um, because Kendall, again, is the living worst. And I just Mm -hmm. don't want any woman to be in his orbit at all. Yeah. And then directly from the scene, we go to the guys on four wheelers and they're and like they're like, it's like so testosterone driven. It's like so because Sophia is the one driving and Uh sitting on the back and everyone else. It's the man driving and the I know wrapped around them. Mm -hmm. And I I did like that little role reversal. But also was like not holding on to Sophia. He's like holding on to the back of the ATV. Yeah. And Sophia's like, anytime Tom smiles, I smile. And I'm like, all right, Sophia, give it up. We know you like him. We know you want to hook up with him. Just give it up. Like, I don't need to hear all this weird, gushy stuff. But then we get Alexis talking to Kendall and she says it's he needs to make a decision on what he's going to do next. And this is when he says that he has no compassion for Erica. And I'm like, this man is evil. Wait, and I quote, he says, compassion was there for a certain period of time and then it subsided and I started noticing more things that are wrong with her like what and I I also wrote like yeah I wrote (laughs) I wrote he has dead fucking eyes like and I'm sorry to say the f word to everybody but like I don't know what else to say like his his eyes are dead. There is no life behind them. There is no joy. No, no, nothing. He's and terrible. The fact that he thinks that there's nothing wrong with him in any of his actions and thinks that every single thing he does is okay and that only Erica needs to fix things on her side is just so ridiculous to me. Like it drives mm-hmm. me insane. And that's why you can barely listen to him in any of these episodes because I'm like, Kendall, you're the problem. And then later on, you know, this season we found out he's cheated on her. So clearly he's like a huge part of the problem. And even if there are no rules, that shouldn't mean that you should have sex with Alexis and have a threesome. Like, I don't know what in what world you think that is okay and that Erica would find that okay. But he's like, oh, well, she's going to come back to me. And the fact that he keeps saying that drives me crazy. There's there's like a bunch. Maybe we should just like go through most of the Kendall stuff now. So Mm -hmm. like what I really like is Alexis literally is like, but but what's going to stop you from doing the same thing you've done to Erica to me? And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, okay. She's got alarm bells starting to go off. That's great Mm -hmm. news. Um, and then there's also more, the, the stuff right before the bonfire. So my mom like texted me about this. So right before the bonfire, like Markel Wahlberg comes in and Tula, I think is her name is the yeah, single Tula. woman. Mm-hmm. My mom loves her. She says, I love Tula. She needs to get her therapist degree and do Mark L. Wahlberg's job. Preach Tula. <laughs> yeah, because Tula um, hosting job. I'd love. To yeah, she is. She's talking to Kendall and she's like, so what would you do if she's doing what you're doing? And he's like, she's not doing what I'm doing. And Tula's like, uh, how do you know that? And he's like, I just know her and she would never I, do that. And she's like, but she is it says, it's okay for you to do it? Like, she literally, she's like all of us. Yeah, no. Tula says like, well, but what if Erica's found somewhere that can, someone over there that can do something for you that you can't do? And he goes, that's impossible. He literally says that there's no man who could do anything for Erica that he can't do. Well, except for respect her, like, freaking jerk. And then he literally is like, honestly, like, my relationship with Erica, like, it's good because we know what all the issues are. And they're really all on her to fix. Mm -hmm. And then, like, once that's fixed, like, that's good. And he's like, I know it's just, like, different, but I'm just so mature that I can think about it like this. Like, he literally says, I'm so mature. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And it's Tula is sitting there like, you need someone who could put you in your place. Like, yeah, no, Tula is like is over and she's like, you are a clown. Basically, mm-hmm. like, you need to get away from me. I hate you. And that's why my mom loves Tula, because uh, Tula. she she's speaking the truth. Because um, And the thing yeah. is, though, is it's like Kendall does need to be put in his place, but he would beat down like any woman's like mental health until they would be unable to do that yep. anyways, because he's the monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, cannot stand that man. Do not so, date Kendall. Nobody no, should worst, date Kendall. Worst person alive. Yeah, if worst you, person alive. If Kendall reminds you of anyone that you know in your life, <laughs> run. You yeah. are in danger. Yeah, like run. it's terrible. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So the next date that we see is Corey and Amanda and like Amanda's so cute and, and they're chatting and she's hyping him up. And, and Corey literally uses the phrase, Amanda fills up my love tank. And I was like, OK, this is like I blacked that out because here. I don't yeah. like that sentence. Um, yeah. Phrase. But he, yeah. he also says like. Um, you know, I just like see the world and Aaron is in that picture. But like if Aaron mm-hmm. weren't in the picture, I kind of would be interested in you, Amanda, which I feel like is so rude to say to yeah. Amanda. Of course. Of course. It's like the worst thing you can say to her. But she's like such a sweetheart that she's like, okay, like I get it. She's like, well, no, she goes, Can I say I hate you? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. Her hair was so cute too. It was in those little braids. I thought she looked adorable. Amanda I like Amanda. Cute. I mean, I she. I feel great. like I, we get nothing from her. Yeah, yeah. but like, uh, what do we get out of like Corey? You know, I feel like she matches oh. his energy. <laughs> you know, I, look, yeah. I I like Corey. My mom has a crush on Corey. Like, I've I've been on the record saying that I'm into Corey, but just like he's he's Wonder Bread. Oh, you know, like there's nothing going on now. Really, he no, really was there for Aaron. Corey. But then Aaron, you know, clearly she regretted it the moment she got on that island. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like, oh no, now I'm gonna lose Corey, and that's why I was mm-hmm. like. Maybe the reason that your relationships in the past with former soccer players, the reason that didn't work is because that was like a pattern that was not working. And the fact Mm -hmm. that your relationship with Corey is different, you should take that and live with it and accept it. And it had to take her going. 
to do this. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad that like she's sort of realizing that like everything that you're saying is like sort of the conclusion she's coming to on the island, which is great. It's just she can't talk to him during this time, so she's like yeah. panicking, um, which I get. I but, just can't you know. believe that Temptation Island works. I know. I hate that. I Can hate I it. say, it's... though, the one thing that bothered me this week yes. about Aaron, especially because correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm fairly certain that Aaron in her 30 second video never told Corey that she loved him. She didn't. So, she did. not so The fact that she keeps complaining about Corey not saying I love you and it keeps having conversations with people about him not saying I love you just drives me insane. I feel like he said basically anything else you could say to make you feel decently secure in your relationship and that you could potentially come out of this together. But for some reason, she's like, he didn't say I love you. I think I mm. think Aaron might be an Enneagram type six and she is mm. looking for things to be panicked about. Like sure, I think yeah. no matter what Corey said, she was going to be anxious about it. Like that's just, I think her yep. I, setting. I was about to say, I think so too, until she's in his arms and like they can sure. talk it out. I don't mm-hmm. think that she's going to be okay. Like she, she wanted him okay. to, yeah, she, she wanted him to be bouncing off the walls. Like, I miss you so much. I love you. I want to get married. Like, that's what she wanted from him. And obviously he can't do that. Like, yeah. who would do that except for Thomas, who's delusional, you know? Um, so like, it's just, yeah, I, yeah. I think that she, like, I think you're right person that she's looking for anything to like pick at but also that leads us into like Erin talking about about it she's very stressed about it and she's talking to one of the girls I don't even know which girl she's talking to I didn't write it down yeah. but Alex who is a man I've literally never seen before I have, this, <laughs> I man, has, this man has not mm-hmm. been on the show to yeah. this point decides to pop up blackout drunk absolutely <laughs> a lot of, like he is done I'm surprised he can walk and mm-hmm. he's like you're not gonna like what I have to say but like in his is boring he's too boring for you and, and and Aaron is like actually you don't know anything about my trauma and Lex is like look look Alex shouldn't have gotten involved but He's using her words like where would he have gotten this information that Corey's boring if she hadn't come into the villa being like, I'm here because my boyfriend's boring. I just absolutely loved one of the sentences Alex says in his drunken rant is you're confusing confidence with insecurity. Those are opposites. Like, what are you talking about? But, you know, he has literally never been on the show. He has not Mm -hmm. shown any personality for the show to think he should be on it. And he has the audacity to call someone on the main cast boring. Mm -hmm. Alex, like, look in his American flag swimsuit. And he's talking about how he would bet the farm that Aaron and Corey (laughs) won't end up together. Um, I did think it was very cute how Aaron stood up for Corey there. And um, literally, like, the Alex is like, well, if you don't want to hear it, you you could just say that. And she's like, I'm saying it right now. So just drop it. Like, what is wrong with you? But he's, that's what's wrong with him. He's so intoxicated again Mm -hmm. like stomach pump like he's not well (laughs) it is cute that she stood up for him but also like 
it would have been cuter if she hadn't had said anything like that in the first place about him. Like mm-hmm. he, the only information that he has is the information she's given. So like he's, it's not like he would, he, Corey could probably be walking down the street by him and he wouldn't know who he was. You know what I mean? So like all of the things that he's saying to Erica, he's just parroting back what she said. So yeah, I mean, I think that she's just, just like, yeah. It's, I just it's, also it's, would, f- you could tell me Alex has never spoken to Aaron before and I would believe you. Like, yes. I yes, th- I've never seen him before. This man Who is new. Like, is this just like a member of production that they introduced to like well, tear things up? Like, who is this man? I'm confused because it's episode eight and we haven't seen this man. And there's been two eliminations. Mm-hmm. Like, how is he not what? eliminated? Yes. Like, this guy should have been eliminated if we haven't heard of him. Like, I don't understand. But, you know, the other thing in this episode that I don't really understand is I, I think really the only thing that we've missed before we go to, on to talk mm-hmm. about the bonfire clips, which is Julian opening yeah. up about cheating on Kristen, which like I couldn't even hold it in. I usually try not to talk about Temptation Island outside of the podcast because I want to talk about it like mm-hmm. live with Kirsten. But I did text Kirsten and say, hold on, you're telling me. That the cheating that happened between Kristen and Julian happened in 2014. This cheating was what we're looking at seven years ago. It was like he was 18 years old and they are now 26. And they like, like what? Like, well, and I think it's because there was there were two instances. So I don't know if that like both of those together have caused all this. But well, I, I didn't think realize there crazy. was two. Yeah, it was mentioned in like an earlier episode. I think like maybe like. Episode I, three yeah. And I, like I think that the situation is more so like, obviously, like it's totally fine for Kristen to be upset about cheating that happened seven years ago. Mm-hmm. That's whatever. But for them to have stayed together after yes. the cheating and it to still be this much of a yes. like, roadblock, it, that's what's truly wild. Yes. And How she, have you not worked through this to be together for seven years? They've never talked about it because for her, if she talks about it, she thinks it will haunt her as if it's not already haunting her. Um, yeah. And like, when Julian is explaining this story, he's like, yeah, I had just signed on for like the college that I was going to play football for. My friends threw me a party. And then it seems like his friends left him there alone and like mm-hmm. did not take care of drunk Julian. And then he like he hooked up with he yeah, hooked up her with friend, Kristen's former friends. Mm-hmm. And then I honestly would not be surprised if Julian like didn't even actually remember it happening. Mm hmm. Or like vaguely remembered and then was like, crap, I can't believe I did. Like, it it doesn't sound and like, that's the thing. You're right, Kirsten. It's not that like she has to get over it, but it's like, girl, if you're going to be in this relationship with him and have been in a relationship with him for seven years after this. How have you not gotten over it? You've you mean to tell me you've been completely miserable in this relationship because your Mm -hmm. boy like over this. I this fact and you guys haven't worked through it. That's insanity well it's it's like you have to make it like and people who have been in relationships or someone's cheated like I'm never gonna be someone who's like oh well you have to break up with them or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's each relationship is different and unique and you can talk it out and figure out what works for you so I'm not gonna be like oh well Kristen should have just left him in grade 12 like 14 Mm -hmm. in 2014 but if you are going to stay with someone after something like that you gotta talk about it and you have Mm -hmm. to figure it out like you can't 
you can't do stay with them and not talk about it. That's the worst of all of the possible decisions. Completely agree. Completely. Like and it seems crazy. The one thing that seems crazy is like they finally have opened up about this, but to people that aren't them (laughs) on the island, I'm just like. You're in a relationship where you're supposed mm-hmm. to communicate, as they say, communication is key. And for some reason, they're like, oh, this has always been an issue. This is something that we haven't talked about. Like, you know, I'm just like, I, I you know, I just don't understand why. Like, I get that sh- this has bothered her, but I'm just like, if something is bothering you, you need to talk to your partner about it. They, yeah. And talk it out. I just don't Geneva- get why this is Yeah, Geneva, I think it comes down to the fact that they don't trust each other in terms of like opening up with their feelings, like not, not like trust issues that someone's going to cheat on them. I think that they don't feel secure in their relationship to like have those serious like life discussions. Like I feel like they probably feel embarrassed to talk about their feelings around one another, which is wild to me that you can be in a relationship for 10 years with someone and not talk about your feelings. But like, it sounds like that's sort of what they've been doing. And I, I just think that like, they don't feel safe to go to each other for emotional support well and I think I can kind of speak to that a little bit as someone who Mm -hmm. had like a super long-term relationship that started when I was younger like I was a little older than them when they started dating but like I think it's the kind of thing where when you're dating someone like in high school or in college or whatever, you're not really evaluating future partners based on like, oh, this is going to be my husband. You're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I like this person and we vibe. And then you kind of fall into a relationship. And then suddenly it's been like however many years. Mm-hmm. And you like, it's kind of like you look down and you're like, we've never talked about any like big things or like Mm -hmm. you can think of examples where like your feelings have been pushed aside or neglected. And it's just like, when you start dating someone, when you're that young, like Mm -hmm. what do you think her in grade 10 was like, Oh, Julian. Yeah. This is who I'm going to be with forever. Like, no, that's not like, that's just how people evaluate partners at that time. And also Kirsten, I guess like, you know, you're, if you're in a relationship for someone starting so young, you know, and it's it's been going mm-hmm. on for eight years, whatever, you are thinking back of the time when they were 17 and you tried to open up emotionally and they shut you down. But now they're a 23 year old man who probably wouldn't do that to you. But mm-hmm. you are scarred from that because you're maturing, but it doesn't sound like you're maturing together. Like you're maturing yeah. on separate timelines. Like I think about friends even that I've had since high school, like male friends who I you know, as like my adult female self, like when I get around them, I think I like curb what I'm talking about because I think that they wouldn't be interested in that type of conversation. And I'm always like shocked when they are. And even if it's like stupid stuff, like apartment hunting or like, you know, like things that I'm just like, oh, they wouldn't be interested in talking about this with me because I remember them when they were 16 and they never wanted to talk about anything other than like stand up comedians and like Ugh. football. You, but, but you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, you have to sometimes be like, oh, wow, this person that I've known for X amount of years, like a really long time has matured and is a different person. And I'm actually not giving them the benefit of allowing them space to show me that side of them, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it, and it's again, the thing too, where like they've only really dated each other. Like they've never Mm -hmm. really dated anyone else. So they don't have like a blueprint for what an adult relationship is supposed to be like. They don't know how to communicate their feelings and emotions with each other. They probably like, 
just they like they just have no concept because this is their only relationship Mm -hmm. and then it's like even if they did break up then they get into issues because they would not know how to date Mm -hmm. it's yeah i think i don't know i'm just break up with their high school like relationship like at graduation to my close back to each other great but i think they need to take a break to my close (laughs) best friends who are still together and engaged to their partner from high school this does not apply to you just want to throw that out if it doesn't doesn't apply to you you know it doesn't apply to you you know okay yeah (laughs) absolutely I think Um, but I just yeah I feel like though I guess it gets to a point of if you feel like at this point and you've been with someone for so long and you cannot be vulnerable with them and you've been shut down many times and you're in an uncomfortable conversation, like position where you feel like you can't be your, your full self and be mm-hmm. open with your full self. Then I feel like that's the point of where maybe they just need to be friends and, yeah. and not be together yes. as much as like, I love them as a pairing. It's, it's clear that they haven't had the conversations they really need to move forward. And this mm-hmm. is where the issue is because it's like, they clearly they've respected each other while they've been on the island, they haven't really done anything at all. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've, I've been happy to see that they've, they've been great in that regard, but it's like, they, they have all, all these genuine concerns about things that they're like, oh, well, yeah, we haven't talked about this. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is something that's important to talk about. And I completely understand that, you know, I've been in a lot of situations too, where it's like, you know, I feel like maybe I have to, you know, watch what I say because I'm worried that the person who, you know, I'm speaking to might not take that well, or maybe they had that fear, like, Oh, if I like express some certain emotion, like maybe they'll break up with me or maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not going to go over well, or it's going to cause like a rift in our relationship. So I like completely get that. But I also feel like if you feel like this is a recurring issue and you've been in a relationship for years and you feel like you can't even talk this out with your partner, like then Mm -hmm. that's, I think maybe where you probably need to, you know, I guess, Mm -hmm ever tied yeah. to step back well, yeah. and, and that's the thing too is if you are feeling like if you bring up your issue to the person that you're seeing that mm-hmm. they will no longer want to be with you then that means you should not want to be with them anymore exactly. like that that's really really important oh, and like such a tough pill to swallow like it sucks even it mm-hmm. sucks like it, it doesn't yeah. feel good but like mm-hmm. even still like i just keep going back to the premiere when Kristen is like do not propose to me like julian if you propose to me i will say mm-hmm. no and if that's the point where you know that you're not going to get engaged to them you you have to cut it off. Like that's what mm-hmm. happened. Like literally with my ex, we were at a wedding and someone turned to us and went like, Oh, when's it your turn? And my ex goes, Oh, in a couple years. And in my gut, I was like, wait, no, I can't marry this person. And then that was like what spurred everything. So like, wow, you just, sometimes mm-hmm. you're just like, wait, Oh no, this is done. Like, and yeah, yeah. it sucks and it's really hard, but like, mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Ooh. Kirsten, speak in truth on the Temptation Island podcast. That's right. And some of that advice is actually courtesy of Nicole Byers' therapist because she quoted it on a recent podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, should we talk so, about the bonfire? Yes. Let's get to the bonfire clips. Basically, Kendall goes first and his clip is like the clip of Erica being yeah. sort of cutesy and holding hands and he's in the little man. Before, even before the bonfire, Kendall's talking about how he got no video from Erica. And he's like, yeah, I'm just going to choose to take that as like, she's just still thinking about things. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the hell, Kendall? He's like, and he's not, he's not thrilled 
uh, about the the hand holding in the cutesy. Um, and he says he knows that he's going to have an opportunity to talk to Erica. And he said that seeing her have sex with someone else would be devils devastating. And Mark L. Wahlberg goes, well, the tables have turned. Yeah, literally, <laughs> Mark L. Wahlberg goes, how would you feel if you saw her like having sex with another man? And he goes, yeah, I might not be able to forgive her for that. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. standards here. You? Uh-uh. Yeah, he the mental gymnastics is just, I mean, beyond beyond the pale. I can't, I can't even. But it's very it. interesting how I feel like a lot of the truth, like it's really Mark who brings it out of them because it's like mm-hmm. Tula has been saying all these same things to Kendall, and he's like, mm-hmm. oh well, she's gonna be fine. Like she'll come back to me. Everything that I'm doing is perfect, and she needs to fix herself. And then all of a sudden, he's like. Yeah, it would be devastating if, if it's she the did. uncle vibes. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can't mm-hmm. look at your uncle and then be like, oh, I wouldn't be devastated. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that's like, I don't even think that he would feel devastated from like a normal human side of things. I think mm-hmm. he would more so be upset that his that, that something overcame his influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overcame his influence and his ego would be hurt. Ego, his yeah. ego. Yeah. His I ego would be hurt. That exactly. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be like because he's devastated that Erica has like betrayed him and he loves her. That's not. But yeah. yeah. So then the next clip is Corey. And it's these clips that we hadn't seen of Erica. Well, Basically, Aaron, I feel like the show. Oh, Aaron. Sorry. Oh, my saw, gosh. I even wrote. See, we did see one of these clips. So You're the right. first clip was at the toga party when mm-hmm. um, Griffin was kind of like being very bantery and flirty with her. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, stop coming closer to me. But he's like getting in her space. But like they both seemed to be vibing. Um, but then the other one. Yeah, we never saw where. Uh, was it Griffin? It, it was either. Yeah, it was Griffin. I feel man. like the, sh- the show found the one guy that Corey does not mm-hmm. like and triggers mm-hmm. him. And they're like, so we're going to show him clips of this so that he thinks that she's cheating. And it was like this weird like clip that was clearly from like house footage of like her giving him like a side hug and him hugging her and like his hand sort of grazing her butt. Oh, no, he mm-hmm. trapped her ass. Come on. <laughs> that was not like a little graze. Okay, fine, fine. More but I reached up, his hand found its target, and he. Get I a think good maybe. Grab. I think maybe I was just like trying to say it was a graze because it, it's just like Corey, don't think into this. I was like at home, and I was like, just don't think into this. She's crying every single day because she's like so devastated about you. Like, don't read into it, Corey. But he says yeah. that worst case scenario would be heartbreaking, but he wants someone who will go through thick and thin with him. And he straight up says, like, I'm through thick and thin for her. And so I hope mm-hmm. that she is for me. So, like, I think that they might be okay at the final bonfire. Yeah, I think they'll we'll be see. fine. We'll see. We'll um, see. So Julian's clip is Kristen and Jesse chatting about how, like. Like her trust issues. Yeah. And how, like, he, Jesse's like, oh, do you think that Julian only wants to be with you because, like, you're chill and you're not going to ask him questions? Um, but he, so Julian after the clip is like, he does say that she's chill and she's not controlling at all, but he thinks that maybe over the years he's taken advantage of that, which I would probably venture to say he probably has. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's stressed about the mistakes that he's made and he wants to talk it through with Kristen. So. And he talks about like taking accountability, which I really like. Yeah, it's great. And then we get to the good stuff, which is. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, I, before it came up, like when I knew it was coming, I was like, oh, gosh, like sitting at home, like covering my face. I was getting such bad secondhand embarrassment. This is like, well, thank God they didn't show Blake like blowing on Chelsea's I'm, chest. Oh um, yeah, but they, I wish they would have. So the guys could have clowned on him. Like, true. I wish Actually, they would have because they would have all been really funny. Like Julian would have been really funny about it. That is true. So this is when Blake is like, no more walls. And Chelsea's like, no more walls. And then they have their like awkward beach sunset kiss. Um, And Thomas literally by the look in his eye, like he wants to be dead. He does Mm -hmm. not like he would rather be anywhere else than where he is. He's humiliated. And I think full on humiliated. Yeah, I think it's Julian who turns around and goes, well, now, you know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because I do think that like the whole like he's been pouting since like the video basically. Mm -hmm. And because he's like, I know she cheated on me. I know she did. And so Julian was like, there you go. Now you have the info. You can do what you like enough of the sad sack. Now, you know, let's move forward. Julian also like this whole episode, there's been moments of him being like, well, Thomas, like you're never going to be in this experience again. Like you should just enjoy yourself. Like have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Julian seems like a, a nice friend to have around. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, he seems like a bro. I don't know. Yeah. But like kind, he does seem like, I think he's good natured and kind. Like, I don't think he's red flag city or anything. Mm hmm. Um, um, but Tom, he is just so dramatic. He had a commitment, a promise. She broke that. A broken promise is big. It's yeah. gone. It's gone now. She never, you know, looks <laughs> and asked herself, can she be faithful? I don't know. He just said a lot. I was like, okay, like, yes, she did cheat. I, you know, it, it's bad. But I'm just like, okay, you're you're taking this like extreme, extremely like harder than I thought you were going to be. I love, um, I love, he says, I think she saw clips of me being flirtatious and used it to go towards another man and betray me. Um, and then he even is like a kiss is not a big deal, but a broken promise is. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, also he won his face and his neck get red again, which obviously I I couldn't, I couldn't even watch it. I like literally had to sort of like look at my keyboard because I couldn't watch it. But then he said, this is a literal quote that he said. He said that he's done a lot to restrain himself from breaking the rules. And I was like, if I heard my boyfriend say like, he's done a lot to restrain himself from breaking the rules of our relationship and not cheat on me. Goodbye literally goodbye like that's the most horrifying thing you can say no but you no you missed the the worst thing thomas said which was he says she was so worried about me that she didn't stop to think if she could be trusted it's like it was like shakespearean like Like, why are you hysterical thomas like I know. He's, and he's bringing the entertainment though. So yeah. like, I don't know. And I, again, I yeah, it's completely low stakes drama between Thomas and Chelsea. So it's just enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it's the cheating that we, we've all been dying for so far. More infidelity um, from Thomas yes. and Chelsea. I can't wait for next week. Cause like I said, after this, he's totally going to have sex with Sophia like immediately. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the girls come out and my first note is that all of the girls look absolutely stunning. I think As they all look usual. gorgeous at that this bonfire. And Aaron's clip is um, Corey talking to Amanda about how he has a lot to learn about himself. And she immediately starts crying again. And um, she says like, no, I'm really proud of him. I am because he's gaining confidence and he's opening up to someone. But I just know that I'm losing him. And I knew this was going to happen. 
And it's like, okay, same old song and dance. She's scared that she lost him and that it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, like, this was literally such a benign clip. Like, make this was like they're getting absolutely nothing of use from mm-hmm. Corey. That like that's the most scandalous thing he's doing is saying, oh yeah, I have a lot to learn about you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, and I do think that the girls should look into that. Like that this is the clip that I'm getting. So like it's clearly not yeah. like you deep. know that if he was doing worse stuff, mm-hmm. you would be seeing the clips. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd be think- hiding it from you. I definitely think when they cast Aaron and Corey, it was with the the hope that Aaron would be the one who probably mm-hmm. would have been doing the cheating or yeah. being tempted. But then in the end, she was the one like, oh, I regret this like super mm-hmm. fast and I shouldn't have done this. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad that they came that she could have this realization, but I like wish that she could have had this realization outside of this experience in a sense, because then maybe another couple could have come on and then (laughs) more drama, but also even so just like, I think like, you know, I I mean, I guess maybe they're getting a vacation out of it and some clout, but aside from Mm -hmm. that, it's like, it literally took her what, I don't know, not, not, not that long to even realize that she made a mistake. And, but, you know, I guess in this process, she's been learning more about herself. So that's been good. Um, but I just can't help but wonder like has no one ever said to Aaron have you ever considered that maybe you're the problem like I just think that if anyone had ever said that to her before this show that maybe they wouldn't have ended up here and we could have had another couple I I wish someone did because it seems like it's not and then she had to keep telling Alex to justify like saying oh no he's not boring and she's like I'm the insecure one it's me and I'm just like okay like I don't know. I felt I kind of felt bad that she had to keep saying that. And she's like, no, I went through the toxic relationship. And this is why I'm perpetuating like my past experiences on a Corey. Um, mm-hmm. So like, it, I think it's it's unfortunate that like she feels this way, but she has that awareness of what has happened in the past. And, you know, now we'll know what she needs to do in the future and how she mm-hmm. needs to support Corey. Like, you know, if they do end up together after this. Yeah, she's For learned sure. a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Then we get, okay, Erica's clip. Um, and it's like literally production must hate this man so much because they show him talking about how he does not have any compassion for Erica anymore. And and then that gets her. And she, you know, because she starts before the clip, she's like rolling her eyes. But once he says that, she obviously starts crying because that's a terrible thing to hear someone that you love say about you. And um, she says though that she did it to herself, like she should have put her foot down. And she said that she feels like she's mimicking the situation with her mom and her dad. And it's so sad. Yeah, she says that she says that her her mom used to do everything for her dad and then would be crying herself to sleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. And like whenever people would like with Erica would ask like her mom if everything's okay and her mom would be like oh yeah it's fine and Erica Mm -hmm. literally feels like she doesn't know what love is supposed to look like she doesn't know what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like and it's just like a total cycle where now she'll wake up at 4 a.m to iron for Kendall's dumbass yeah it's like I mean it's just really tragic that's all I have to say about it and Markel Wahlberg is like well what do you want and Erica says I want to be happy Michael Wahlberg says, what's stopping you from being happy? Because, you know, therapist hat is on. And she says, you know what? I'm stopping me from being happy, but I'm done stopping myself, which was like, yes, like, yes, Erica. Get it, girl. I love it. I love Erica so much. I just want Erica to be not with Kendall Mm -hmm. and to just like be happy. And I want only good things for her. Agreed. I agree. 
So the next clip is Kristen's clip and it's of Julian partying and she like gets angry and she's like scared that he doesn't have his priorities straight. And I'm like, girl, your other clips have been him like crying by himself in his bedroom. Yeah. Like, let him have a little bit of it's, fun. And literally at the party, he like sprays champagne over a group of people and then like gives a Sophia a piggyback ride. Like, yeah, it's like, listen, th- that's not so scandalous. Yeah, like I, I honestly, it's it's silly. And my mom had something to say about this too. Oh hell she yeah! Said, just because Julian is having fun and not sitting in a corner doesn't mean he's not working on his issues or serious about the two of them. How could she get that conclusion from such an innocent clip? Mm-hmm. I well, and I think it just it comes down to the core of all of their issues that they've just never mm-hmm. spoken about it, mm-hmm. and so she's just concerned that he doesn't like put enough love and effort into their relationship, but then also Mm -hmm. is unwilling to have that conversation with him. Um, She feels like she loves him more than he loves her, which I I feel like exact opposite. Um, Mm -hmm. But then I guess it also kind of makes sense with how closed off she is, where she, she feels like she loves him more than he loves her. So she is like, well, I won't show him that because it's like a weakness kind of thing. And that's, I guess, where I wonder, like, how open are they are with their emotions and feelings, like, mm-hmm. outside of these issues? Like, is, you know, I, what are their love languages? You know, I, I guess these are my yeah. questions. Like, what is, what, you know, like, how do they communicate with one another, like, outside of this whole, like, you Ooh. know, eating situation? What Just do we because, think like, these people's love languages are? I don't know. Thomas Obviously, is Ken- physical touch. Oh, 100%. Kendall's is acts of service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Chelsea is probably quality time. Words of affirmation. Mm, words of affirmation. Yeah, words of affirmation. But then it's also like maybe it's quality time because it's like when she just received words of affirmation, they like mm-hmm. meant nothing. Yeah. You know, from Thomas. Yeah. She's like, this clip is confusing. It's like, you know, completely different. Yeah. Well, I think that's also because she's getting like very mixed messages. Completely fair. Yeah. Like, I Um, think if she felt she could trust Tom's words in the 30 second video, she would have been thrilled to get that. Then again, Mm -hmm. she's enjoying what Blake is saying to her. Yeah. So, you know, could be she could have a mixture of a couple things. But that's where I do wonder, like, what is their communication style? Like, how do they talk to one another? Because there's just there's just something off here because I feel like Julian didn't really do anything. He just partied and had fun. And Mm-hmm. well yeah exactly everything julian did was years ago mm-hmm. yeah exactly which just goes back to everything that we were saying before. yeah it's just hard um mm-hmm. and then marco Wahlberg asks her if they've ever actually talked about when julian cheated on her and she says that she doesn't want to know the details of it because she doesn't want to talk about it because it will completely haunt her if they talk about it Marco Wahlberg's like it's not already haunting you like mm-hmm. it's a pattern of her ignoring the problem and I mean Marco Wahlberg's therapy was pretty spot on here like she does have a pattern of like ignorance is bliss like mm-hmm. out of sight out of mind but like obviously it's not she's a human with like deep emotions so I hope I hope they can figure it out because I do think that they if, if they can figure it out they might have a shot but yeah, yeah. similar I go back to and forth every week. Yeah, I've gone back and forth several times on them. Mm-hmm. And I think similar to what, you know, Kirsten had said about the whole like proposal engagement thing, like, you know, 
he he was basically saying like mark was saying like you know the only way you can have a future is if you talk about you know this issue this cheating and so like this is the huge roadblock like in the relationship and why she would not you know accept proposal engagement has lies down to that trust and the Mm -hmm. whole cheating situation so it's like how can she feel like she can't have this conversation and that's where it's like you need to have a conversation with julian about what has gone down because that's the only way you can move past this because you're you're still questioning like can i trust him can i like you Mm -hmm. know feel confident that he has the same feelings for me like if not then we should be friends and but he's saying i love you so it's it's confusing her because she's like but he says i love you but he's not necessarily showing me that. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's where I think that they just really need to talk out these issues and challenges that they have. Completely agree. So the last clip is Chelsea's and it's Thomas's horrible lap dance and his soapy wrestling with Sophia. And at the end of it, Aaron talking about Sophia goes, that girl is so annoying. And I just want to say, I feel like Aaron's a good friend. Like, I feel like Aaron is the girl you want to have with you yeah. at the party. What like, about for you? I Like, I kind of relate to Aaron in that way of it's like, mm-hmm. if one of my friends like came to me to talk about a situation, I'd be the one being, oh, we hate her. Oh, we hate them. Like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. Like, I'm in your corner. And I feel like she's mm-hmm. got that vibe. Um, this is, that girl is so annoying. I honestly like laughed out loud at that. I so did like, I. I, I also, that. I wrote down that girl is so annoying from Aaron. And then I wrote LMAO, but with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, with nine O's. Love it. Um, it's to express great. how hard I was laughing. <laughs> it's great. Um, and so Chelsea says that when she sees these clips, it makes her not miss him. Mm-hmm. And then like the 30 second video was like sweet Tom that loves her so much. But then she sees this. She still feels disrespected. And uh, she has found a taste of a relationship that she wants somewhere else. So she's just going to worry about herself. OK. And that's um, where we're left at the end of this episode. I didn't get to see any previews of next week. Did either of you see? Them? I was unable to get a preview. Of I mean, okay. genu- basically, what is going to happen next is they're going to be able to choose somebody to do that final intimate overnight date with. So <gasps> things are getting Ooh. serious. Um, so that's kind of what they showed in the preview for the next episode. Oh, my gosh. I guess that makes sense. So this was. Date. This is episode eight, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so there's four more episodes after this. Mm-hmm. At least one of those has got to be reunion. Um, yeah. So yeah, we are really coming down to the the final stretch of this. I love it. It's crazy. Ooh, it's overnight love show. So. I can't wait till the final bonfire. That's, that's yeah. Like, it's gonna be so <laughs> dramatic. I know. I'm, I'm like once the season is over, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch like at the very least the other two seasons from when it got rebooted because oh yeah, this is uh, my shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, the first I two seasons it. were great, and they actually there was a lot more temptation. That's what so. I heard. That's mm-hmm. the word on the street is. Hmm. Um. So yeah, like anything else that you wanted to say about the season of Temptation Island? Not particularly. I mean, overall, I have been enjoying it. I especially mid season and now because there's more excitement. I feel like the first few episodes, to be honest, were very slow. Mm-hmm. Um. And I guess like in comparison to the first two seasons that I watched, there was more excitement because, you know, there were more people who were getting tempted 
Um, but I always say that, like, I love watching this show, but in terms of like how I feel about this show, I just feel like you should not bring a relationship to an island to test it. <laughs> of course not. I'm on no, the show no. at all. But, you know, some people are there for the Instagram followers. Some people are there for the vacation the experience exploring options, doing whatever they can. So, you know, it's all good. And I know they're casting for the next season now. So if there's anybody listening to this podcast that's actually interested going on, you should. Oh, be a tempter. Go be a tempter. Mm -hmm. But remember, you are not going there to find love. You are going there to do a job. Yeah. Get Mm -hmm. those people to cheat with you. That's what we want. But also the one general thing too that I because I've been recapping the season as well that I've noticed with these specific singles is they felt really super entitled to get a lot out of the couples. And I've just been so like confused. Like I get that they're like, well, I'm here to find love, but it's like, you're finding love with like the wrong people, first of all, because Mm -hmm. these people have all these emotions, all these, you know, you know, this trauma, all these issues, things going on with them. And I'm just like, Wrong people to find love if you are here to help them along on their journey, whether that's as emotional support, mm-hmm. um, as a friend, whatever. So I feel like those people should not be expecting as much as they are. And that's kind of like my general that's, thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like which woman was it that got in the fight with Thomas? Who was like, I'm a human being. And I it's like, Maya. was that Maya? Yeah, Maya and Nicole both like think they're the star of Temptation Island. So, okay, But Nicole yeah. kind of is a star. I don't know. Nicole is a mess. I mean, she's it's tough. It's tough to yeah. watch Nicole. I hope she's okay. First I hope you're out there, Nicole, and I hope you're okay. Then, you know, Kendall and Alexis. So she's been yeah. she's been well part of this. She is. Yeah. She's been front and center. Um, mm-hmm. You're right. You're not wrong. So, you know, she's she's kind of in there. But yeah, so people go get cast on the show. Mm-hmm, but please. remember what you're there for as a tempter. Mm-hmm. Okay? Give us yes. the crazy moments that we've been craving this season. We want infidelity. Yes, please. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> wrong. Like, what the hell? Like, this is no, the point of the show. Outside of it's the, the show, point of the show. Out of the show, no infidelity, yes. okay, people? Mm-hmm. We don't want people cheating. We want people to be in happy, committed relationships. Mm-hmm. But... I guess with this show, it's a whole different story. If you're going on Temptation Island, we want infidelity. Any yes. other situation, fidelity only, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you um, there. Okay, amazing. Well, Geneva, thank you for joining us today. This was thank great. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad we finally got to talk about it. I am excited that I got to come. I feel like this is a really great episode to talk about, especially because we are in the crazy thick of it right now. So I mm-hmm. really appreciate um, being able to come on and chat about it. Amazing. And so if people would like to hear more from you, where can they find you? Yeah, people can find me at Peace Love Jen, G-E-N on Twitter, Instagram on Twitter. I tweet about all reality TV, especially The Circle, Big Brother Canada, et cetera. Et cetera. So you'll see a lot of that there. I've also been talking Temptation Island um, on silent podcasts on YouTube. So if you want to hear me talk about that or the challenge all stars or any other thing, uh, be sure to check me out there. Um, and, uh, I guess if randomly like back, back in time, if you were, um, a Bridgerton fan, uh, on post-show recaps on the Patreon page, I mean, Kirsten, as well as 
two lovely other people, Sasha and Sarah, talked about Bridgerton, The Dark Walk. Go find that two-part series. It's open and accessible to everyone. Season two, they're filming that right now. So uh, get ready, get caught up. So yeah, just want to plug that too. Hell yeah. Awesome. I always forget to plug that now, but I'm like, no, everyone should still go and listen to that. Yeah, it's timeless. It won't be updated until season two comes out. Exactly. Exactly. You have time. Mm -hmm. You have like a year, everybody. Yeah. Um, Go, go listen. Why haven't you yet? Come on, guys. Maggie's such a support. I just love having Maggie as a friend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's so supportive. And Maggie, where can people find more from you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at MLMorgan underscore. And I talk a little bit about um, Big Brother Canada sometimes. I'm on the Life Eat updates here on Rob Has a Podcast. Um, Obviously, I'll be back next week to talk TI. Um, Yeah, you know, just a little bit of everything. Uh, I don't have Reddit, but uh, maybe I'll get it. Someday. No, do not get Reddit. Stop it. No, we don't like um, Reddit. I don't know. No, there's something I've wrong with been on it. There's something I wrong like reading with Reddit. Reddit, but like mm. you don't need to be making a Reddit account. Like if you okay. have been living without one, you, I don't think you need one. <laughs> Unless All you right. want to comment, um, yeah. you know, upvote people's comments, then I see that's what I would suggest getting one. Otherwise, you can just always browse Reddit without read having it. an account. But Great. I like to go find out important tea and details about TV shows and like spoilers and things like that great. so reddit has been great for that that's, that's okay so true. don't find me on reddit everybody it won't be there <laughs> you'll come up empty um, <laughs> oh amazing and if people want to hear more from me um of course we're doing this every week um but also i'm going to be on the big brother canada double eviction recap for uh Yay! tomorrow Yay. and also um April 8th when this podcast comes out I'll be taking over the Rahapgram's Instagram account tomorrow so yay uh, go get your eyes peeled for whatever that is I do not have a plan Um, oh I just no sorry you finished what you're gonna say I remember I have one more thing to plug and then I have one more thing too amazing amazing okay uh you could also hear from me uh on Bojack Horse Pod where we talk about Bojack every week and also on Kowski Cast, where we are talking Riverdale, though I've been informed Riverdale is now on hiatus until July. So mm. we've got a big back catalog for you. Maggie, <laughs> you had. Oh, yeah. Time. I just wanted to say it is now announced. They just announced it earlier this afternoon. I am ne- on next week on the RHAP uh, Survivor Countdown to talk about Survivor Gabon. Ooh. So I'm ready to talk about that hot mess express. Uh, I'm ready. Okay. I'm excited. Let's talk about the Sugar Shack. Uh, check me out next week. Exciting. And Geneva, you had one? Yes. And last but not least, I will be on the recap for the final week of The Circle UK season three. If you've not been watching, you should definitely watch the season. It's fantastic. Fantastic. So much crazy stuff happened specifically um, today, April 7th um, of that episode that aired. So check it out. Okay. I've, yeah, I've been planning to binge it all like once it's done. So I'm excited to do that. Um, and thank you to uh, Scott St. Pierre for editing this episode. Uh, and thank you to the patrons of Rob Has a Podcast because uh, without you, this would not be possible. Uh, if you are interested in uh, the exclusive content and perks that come along with being a patron, uh, check out robhaswebsite.com slash patron. And we will be back next week talking about whatever mess comes up on Temptation Island. So we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply